Hello friends and welcome to the Virtual Strangers review discussion of Astrobot Rescue Mission exclusively on PlayStation VR. Alright, so this is a, uh, a platforming game, Mario style platformer, uh, exclusively developed for PSVR like I just mentioned by it's the Sony Japan Studio. It was released on the 2nd of October 2018 and retails for uh, forty dollars or thirty-five. Uh, what was that pounds? Thirty-five pounds. Mm -hmm. Yep. Know, pounds. Thirty-five pounds. All right. Um, so, Astrobot Rescue Mission. In case you've been under a rock for the last six months, this is the gold standard as far as VR platforming, pure platforming goes. Um, this is a, uh, like I said, a Mario-style game with uh, a, a host of variants in gameplay and in levels and uh, it's something that was derived from a demo actually if you go into the PlayStation Store you'll see something called the Playroom VR which is a collection of mini games and they all star these little robots and one of the um, one of the mini games is a Mario style platforming level and everyone loved it so much that they raved about it, everyone wanted a full game of it, and that's what this is. It was expanded into a full game, and uh, it came out, like I said, late last year. Roots, uh, what were your first impressions of Astrobot? Uh, it blew me away. You know, it was one of the first things that I, when I got my PlayStation VR, that I wanted to try, and... Um, you know, I've all, I've grown up just like you in the era of Mario. It was like the very first game I bought for my Nintendo. Um, Super was Super Mario Brothers. You know, the original. Um, and uh, and so something like this, like Mario in VR, but like a thousand times better. It, it just it it just blew me away. Yeah, I agree. It was the same for me. Um, even let me ask you this. Had you played the uh, Playroom VR demo before you played that? I did. I, I played um, some of it because, like, you know, remember when PlayStation 4 came out and, like, that was the big thing. Everybody was, like, you, it was the first time you had a console that could actually, you could stream from and people were streaming their Playroom VR and the robots were everywhere and flying. I mean, weird shit's going on. So um, I was very aware of it. Uh but I don't even know that I made the connection between the two as far as like, uh, you know, that this was the continuation um, when I played it. I just uh, um, was like, oh, wow, that robot looks a lot like that robot in Playroom VR. Oh, yeah, there's a reason for that, Roots. Um, but, yeah, it was it was definitely uh, um, I just love the even this is kind of doesn't that kind of remind you of Mario Galaxy, the way that the world turns. And I think they did. They just did this so well. Yeah, they, they definitely borrowed a lot from Nintendo in this game. Not only from the overworld design like this, like you were just mentioning, looking like Mario Galaxy, but from the, the themes. Every level has a theme, and there are a lot of levels in this game. Uh, I think, what, like there's five worlds, worlds each with four levels and a, and a boss, something like that, like 20-some-odd levels altogether, and everything has a very different theme, and... Uh, Graphically, was the first thing that, that stuck out about this game. As soon as you get in the first level, you see how clean and crisp everything is. 
very, very detailed, sprawling levels. And unlike other games where you're the giant bystander looking down on the miniature world, this game is very different because you're kind of on the level of the character in this gigantic uh, world with these gigantic uh, uh, areas uh, and structures. Um, what did you think graphically when you first came into this? Uh, exactly what you said. It was just so clean and crisp and colorful, and um, it, it just looked like what I would imagine um, Nintendo would do. You know, it, it blew me away as far as that went as well. Because as far as I might as well have been concerned, it it, it could have been Nintendo. If somebody said, "Hey, Nintendo put out a VR game," and I didn't know better, I could be like, "Wow, this is really cool." Um, they nailed it graphically, um, and uh, it gets not there's not that many resources. Like I, I play it on my um, a vanilla PlayStation, and it looks phenomenal. I can only imagine with your M cable and with your uh, PlayStation Pro how really amazing it looks. Yeah, and what really sticks out beyond the scale, you know, the scale was the first thing, how big these structures were. But beyond that, it doesn't have that same cartoony look to the world you're in. If you look closely at anything in this game, it has a realistic-looking texture. Even if it's a cartoony-looking item, like the wood looks like wood, the, the, the rubber looks like rubber, the metal looks like metal. So even though it, it isn't a very realistic looking thing, it looks like it's made out of real stuff. And and that was, did you notice any of that? that how everything, it's kind of like to the top. It doesn't look real, but everything has this texture. To yeah, it. it's got a, it's like you said, a realistic texture. So even though it's, it's not a realistic thing you're looking at it, your mind still looks, sees it as somewhat realistic, which is kind of cool. Like even that, look at the, you got the hands of the gorilla coming down and like, like you said, like seeing your little guy running around as you're looking up and it, the, the scale in this was, the, the way they did it was next level. Um, it's the reason why in our last um, video that we were talking about Lucky's Tale that how it, as good as it is, it just it doesn't hold a candle you know, it shows you what three years can do. And, and, and personally, I think it's, it's Sony games like they they i've said it before they've got the vision you know they they 100 percent are beyond behind vr and vr games whereas oculus is 100 percent behind vr um and not necessarily behind 100 percent in the games they want to put out the good games they just um it's not their number one priority where sony is that's it it's all about the games you know Facebook's trying to build a, a social medium, and they're using games as kind of the carrot to draw people in, you know, the carrot on a stick, uh, where Sony is just a gaming company right now. Maybe they'll expand their scope later, but right now it's all about the games. And, yeah, as far as Lucky's Tale goes, a very good game, but like you said, th this kind of takes everything up a notch. Lucky's Tale looks cartoony. This game looks like cartoon characters, but they're real. Like the enemies, for example, look like real wind-up toys that are right in front of your face. Like you could, you could see that being in a toy store, only it's alive, you know? It's not behaving like a toy, it's really alive. Um, so let's go from graphics to sound then. So you were 
talking earlier about how you like the music in Lucky's mm -hmm. Tale. What did you think about the music and the sound effects in Astro World? I liked it a lot. I mean, uh, the only thing, the only my only gripe about the music here, and I guess it's pretty much every game is like repetitiveness once you've been in an area um, long enough. Um, but I really liked the music, and and it was upbeat, and it was like you just got into it, you know. Um, I, I, there's some games that I play where it's like, ugh, you know, the music is just not good or you could do with or without, but I, I think you would be missing something without the music and the, you know, the, 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 you hear as the music's going and you're hearing the, the little robots, Hey, I'm over here, you know, whatever they're screaming, come here, you know, and you're and you, it just, all of it works together so well. Yeah. I think that the, um, even more than the graphics, I think that the music took on a, a very Nintendo-ish feel. Um, there, there aren't, there isn't a different song for every, uh, level, but there's a, a different song for every theme. Mm -hmm. So you'll go into like a, a water level and you'll have the underwater music that sets the mood perfectly for an underwater level. And then you'll go into, uh, say a cave level and they'll play the cave theme and all the cave levels that sets the mood perfectly for the cave levels. Um, fire level you can go into a fire level and it'll start jamming on some metal tracks you know that fits the mood perfectly and i think that the the composition even though it is just a few tracks i think the composition was done perfectly to set the mood for each individual theme and each uh individual level and it has a, and, a feel um, to it right each level like just it has yeah, a feel yeah yeah the music is the first thing that really sets the mood so as soon as you get in the level, you start hearing that music. It can either make it or break it, and it pretty much makes it every time in this game. So uh, very, very well done from uh, a music perspective. And the sounds, too. The, the spatial sound is great in this game, and it's crucial to the gameplay. It's not just about uh, adding immersion, but you, the, the purpose of this game is to find your little robot buddies. And... They're always, almost always, hidden. But one of the ways you can find them is by listening. You'll hear them where they're at. And if the directional audio wasn't on point, it wouldn't help at all. But it just so happens that it's great. So if you, uh, as you play through the level, level, you're always listening. Not just looking, but listening for your uh, little friends. So what did you think about that aspect of it? Not only could you look for your friends using the directional audio but you could also listen for certain enemy types as well and it was one of the more impressive things oh it adds to the immersion um a lot you know and as you're running around and you're listening to the music and you're playing this cool uh, jumping around and you're looking to hear and you hear this you know hey help me you know and 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 so you're looking and you're like i know there's something over there and you, so it gives you something to, to go back into as well because it's just like any other game like mario um uh you know you have to have so many robots to get into the next world so if you haven't uh un freed enough you might get stuck right or get limited to how far you can go um, so I thought that was kind of cool. They give you a lot of reasons to go back into it, which, you know, a lot of people don't think about that aspect of, of gaming, but I, I kind of need, a, especially in VR, I need a reason to go back in. And this is one of those games, 
Um, I can honestly say, um, weirdly with pride that I haven't finished because I, I'm, I don't want it to end, you know, like it's so good that like I started, I was blowing through these levels and I'm like, wow, like I'm, I'm going to finish this and I want the sequel and it's not even close to being out. And, uh, um, so that's my way of, of delaying the inevitable. Um, some people say it was stupid, but you know, I, I just, it is what it is. I, um, uh, it's kind of weird. So I can, I can totally relate. Literally this game is so good that um, almost every level, if not everyone, has some sort of wow moment in it. And there's a lot of levels, like I said before, 20-some-odd levels. Still, every time you get in one, there's something that really makes you go, wow. Um, but as far as replayability goes, there's a lot of content here, really enough that they could have made two games out of it. Uh, but beyond the story campaign, there are also 20-some-odd challenge levels. Uh, each uh, each level in the game has a corresponding challenge level. So if you uh, find the chameleon, which is another character that hides throughout the levels, if you find the chameleon, it unlocks a bonus challenge level. Oh. So a lot of replayability here. Um, let's talk about level design and uh, and variance in the gameplay. There's there's a lot of different things here. I struggle to think of a theme that they didn't use here in this game. All of the stereotypical Mario level themes have been done in this. Am I missing any? No. Or have they pretty much run I the think they did game? everything. They even did my favorite, which was always like the uh, minecart levels, you know. Um, and just uh, the water level, you had pretty much had just about every theme. And the way they incorporated you into it to where you're smashing things with your head. And I can't stress enough, you know, you don't even get this with Lucky ta Lucky's Tale. Um, there's something about having your controller in the game and looking down and moving it around and watching robots that you freed fly into it and do a little dance and wave at you and then zip in there. And just like, I, I don't know if you were like me, um, this is as geeky as I am, but every time I freed a robot, I, I had to watch it go in there. Like I'm not, some people just keep moving. I'm like, I'm watching and I want to see that fucker go in there. Um, it, that's just part of the game. And I, I just was such a cool aspect of it that, um, again, you, I, you would struggle to try to, if you could take this game and play it flat, I, I don't know how you do that. I just don't think it would be good. It would be okay. Um, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, I think that the, uh, it would be good, but you wouldn't have the same level of immersion. So, uh, that's, that's one of the bigger differences here between this and a game like Lucky's Tale is you feel like you're in this world. The scale of it brings you down on the level of the character and, uh, and, the, the levels are long and sprawling, diverse, and uh, the only thing about it is they're linear. Uh, but besides that, I, I'm absolutely blown away by this game. So uh, let's go ahead and end it there, and, and I'll just ask you, overall, this is a $40 game, an expensive in VR terms. Uh, do you recommend it for $40? Oh, yeah. Uh, to, uh... I feel like it's a steal at $40. I mean, not that I want to spend more, but 
Um, it's just as good as any Mario game I've ever played. Maybe not as long, um, but just as good. And uh, I think for $40, um, and this is something that I guess we you have to keep in mind, kind of like Marvel, Powers United, or whatever. There's certain games. It doesn't go on sale very often. So if you do see it on sale, I would pick it up. Um, because it's 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 one of those things that there's no reason to sell it on sale because people are going to want to get it anyway. So, yeah, I agree 100%. I think that this is the gold standard for VR platformers. I think that it's a must own for anyone, not just fans of platformers. I think anybody who's competent with a controller is going to have fun in this thing and really be wowed by it. Uh, one of the few games that I would probably say is a 10 out of mm -hmm. 10. The only thing, only question I have about this game is how in the world are they going to top it? You know they're going to make a sequel. I, I don't know what they've left here. They've, they've really encompassed everything with this game, and I don't know how they're going to follow it up, but I can't wait to see how they try. Yeah, me too. So, so 100% agree. Um, Let me ask you. Definitely. Let me ask you a question. Oh, no, it's just something that was going through my mind. Do you think there is a possibility that maybe somebody from Nintendo at some point played this game in VR and was like, oh, my God, we need to do... I mean, I just feel like if if the head person in Nintendo were to play this game in VR or anybody, they, they would be... The, the, the wheels would spin it would be like oh my god we got to get mario like think about what we could do and blow this out of the away with what they could do i just feel like nintendo is to me is has always been the platform um company and i'm so psyched to see what they're gonna do so yeah i noticed that myself i think that they did play this and it was shortly after that that we started to see uh, and hear about this uh, Nintendo Switch VR. So I 100% think that people at Nintendo saw this, played it, and I think that that's why they are now seeing the uh, potential in VR. So, yeah, 100% I agree yep. with that. Cool. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and leave it there, wrap it up uh, with that. 100% recommend on both of our parts here. Full price, don't wait for a sale. Play it today if you haven't got it already. Yep. So. All right, uh, so we'll leave it there. If you made it this far, I want to thank you for watching. And uh, if you like what you see here, click the like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell. And, uh, yeah, it. once again, we'll see you next yeah. time. Adios. Bye-bye.